It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on KXDS Santa Clara, 91.3 The Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now, it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, what's going on, Trailblazer Nation? St. George, Southern Utah. Welcome into it. Ken Gar, St. George, Ford Lincoln sponsored broadcast here on the Blaze. Dixie State softball. It's the Trailblazers. It's the Red Hawks up in Washington at Seattle. You got a fun whack softball matchup going down today. Jacob Zimmerman on the mic with you, joined by my color man, James Garen. James, you're no stranger to Dixie State softball. What's going on? Yeah, it feels great, dude. The weather outside is fantastic. The weather over there in Seattle looks fantastic. It's a good weather day all the way around. I'm looking forward to this one. So we are about to get underway. Quick reminder, Seattle U, 20-14 and 14 overall this season. They are 6-2 and two in conference. Looking at Dixie State, they're 11-21, 2-6 in the conference. And in the first two games... Against Seattle U in the series, it was a 1-2 loss on Friday, an 0-8 loss on Friday, and then this is going to be the third game of the series. So already we are in an 0-1 count. The first pitch is underway, and Dixie State is up to bat. So it looks like we just had one out, actually. Carly Eldridge was the leadoff. And out there, so now it's Marissa Rubio. On the mound for the Red Hawks, number 14, Stephanie Madrigal. Madrigal in 0-2 count. And yet they're going to say that Rubio swung all the way, and that's going to be a strikeout. So already the Trailblazers not off to a hot offensive start on the road against the Red Hawks. And, you know, throughout this entire season for Dixie State. They have had opportunities where they've been able to jump ahead in these games, and we've seen it in losses, and we've seen it in a couple of wins as well. It's not been the same storyline for the Lady Trailblazers this season. I mean, obviously making the jump to Division One is going to give you some of those disadvantages, but they still have a much well-put-together team, a veteran team for that matter. And we have a 1-1 count right now. This is Hannah Hubanks up into the box, the first baseman, number 14. Looking at the stats this year for Hannah, 3-5-4 average in 79 at-bats, has 15 runs, 28 hits, has reached second base nine times. James, her nine doubles are team high. Yeah, she's been kind of the stone part of this team, really the one who gets the rallies going. And her teammates definitely look up to her as she does have that experience with her as well. Madrigal's pitch a little outside, but connected by Hannah Hubanks. That's going to be a single on base over into the left field, splitting the gap between short and second. And that's a good solid base hit. Yeah, maybe not in the zone that she wanted to. It was high and away, but as a hitter, those are very tough pitches to lay off of. And she just so happened to put it in a spot where nobody was at. Next batter up, it's Shea Clemens, the right fielder, number two. Clemens, pretty hot as of late for the Dixie State Trailblazers. Looking at her stat, she's second in batting average, 371. In 97 at-bats, 
36 hits on the year and eight home runs, James. She's killing everybody else in homers. That pitch connected, bouncing right to third base, and that's going to be an easy out for Seattle U. We're going to head to the bottom of the first. You're listening to Trailblazer Softball here on 91.3. Don't go anywhere. Come back. Jacob Zimmerman and James Guerin for the bottom of the first. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back. 91.3 The Place to Be for Dixie State Softball here on The Blaze. Up in Washington, Seattle, you facing off against the Trailblazers. Scoreless going into the bottom of the first. And Tyler Denhard and the Dixie State squad in the field, on the mound, and ready to go. The first batter, currently in a 1-1 count, this is Olivia Vigiano. And we'll see what the Red Hawks have in store this inning on the offensive side of things. Vigiano hitting 330 coming into the season, leading the team. It's impressive. Leading the team, so... That's exactly why she's the leadoff hitter for this squad. Riddixie State Rubio in left field. Crawford in center. Clemens in right. Almeida at short. Eldridge at second. Looking down the lineup here. Trap as the DP. Campbell at catcher. Third base is Lockhart. First is Hughbanks. And of course... Tyler Denhard on the mound. Tyler Denhard, a transfer from SUU this year. But for Dixie State so far, leading the team in ERA, 56 innings pitched. That's the most on the squad. Has the lowest ERA as well, 4.13. It's pretty solid, folks. This one's going to be popped up high over to that left baseline, and it's going to be Lauren Almeida with the snag. Yeah, just a routine little blooper over to shallow Left field almost was out of play, but good hustle there by Almeida to get the first out. So now it's going to be Wilson 
Ty Wilson, the outfielder, five foot three, a freshman from Fairfield, California. That first pitch going to be called a strike. So here in the bottom of the first with one out, the Trailblazers trying to build on that first out of the game. And Ty Wilson hitting 305 on the season. So another very consistent hitter for Seattle U. That one outside going to be called a ball. Good eye there from Ty. So Wilson this season to go along with that 305 average has 24 hits, has four RBIs. Four RBIs pretty low compared to some of her teammates. And that pitch going to be outside and low for a ball. And that's the third consecutive pitch that she's pitched towards the outside part of the plate. So Coach Simpkins must know that this hitter is a pull hitter. And most lefties are. So you always want to keep it away from the hitter and make them reach for it on the outside. Nearly flashed a bunt attempt there. 3-1 is now the count for Wilson. Seattle U trying to move to 7-2 and two in conference. Dixie State trying to keep this season afloat, get their third win in the whack here. The windup from Denhart. The throw to the mound. This one's going to be chopped. Almeida fields it. The throw a little low, but Hugh Banks is there to make the snag for the out. And that's a bang-bang play right there. And good heads-up awareness by Almeida to not only step closer to the ball, but look at the exchange between her hand coming out of the glove and throwing it over to first. I mean, if it wasn't as fast as she did it, she would have been safe. So good play right there. So not only has Lauren Almeida been very impressive, not only this game in the field, having the first two outs so far for Dixie State in the bottom of the first, but you know, in some of the games I've called this year, James, Almeida and Eldridge at that shortstop and second base spot have really been very, very clean in the infield. And when you look at the batting stats, Lauren Almeida the atop of the team, 393 batting average. You could argue Lauren's impact has been greater than perhaps any other player. This one's going to be chopped foul. So the new batter for the Seattle U Red Hawks. This is going to be number 22, batting third in the lineup, Madison Kawadi. The infielder at 5'10", the junior from Livermore, California. And Jacob, watch out for this hitter right here. 10 home runs, 42 RBIs coming into this game. So she is just absolutely taking everybody yard. What's even more impressive, a 684 slugging percentage. That is insane. (laughs) And I think uh, she probably had a big role in the series so far. Against Dixie State, we'll get those stats perhaps as soon as the inning is over. It's going to be Denhard with the wind-up, the throw to home, and that one very outside to even it up at two apiece here in the count. And, you know, this is the third game of the series, so both coaches have already seen, you know, what the other team has. And so maybe that's why he's asking his pitcher to start pitching it towards the outside part of the play. This team probably isn't as effective. So keep it towards the outside and limit the big hits. 
Kawadi going to pop that one up. This will be in play in the infield, and it's going to be Hannah Hubanks making the snag. I mentioned that stat just a minute ago uh, on what Madison Kawadi had in the last game. So uh, just about 24 hours ago, in that second of the doubleheader, she had two runs and two RBIs. So, yep, Kawadi is going to be a factor in this game to come. But she pops out in the infield into the hands of Hughbanks and will move to the top of the second. Dixie State back on offense. We're scoreless through one. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Wildfires burn millions of acres across the country each year. And each year, wildland firefighters battle to contain them, but they can't do it alone. For some communities, it's not a question of if wildfires strike, but when. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. First pitch for Dixie State of the inning, Laura Lockhart going to ground that one right to third. Close play at the bag, but a nice throw there from Milder. And Milder's arm gets Seattle U the first out here in the top of the second. And James, this might look like we already have a pitching change if I'm... Nope, that that might still be magical if I'm just mixing them up. So after Lockhart grounds out, this is Lauren Almeida. Almeida watches that one go by. One ball, one strike now in the count. She's third on the team in doubles with five this season. So for her to, there's a big open gap right there, shallow center field. She could just get a little blooper. She probably has a chance to pull it into two. Only has one stolen base on the season, but there's a difference between get off speed and distance speed. Yes, acceleration. In the last part of your sprint. That one's going to be fouled off again towards the right side. One, two, count. Staying alive is Alameda. You know, Seattle U was actually uh, one of the other schools I was considering of attending back in my high school days. Really? Yeah, I actually came across Seattle. And I was actually pretty impressed with everything they had. You know, a very nice campus. Oh. 
And it's called a strike three. Swing and a miss there from Almeida. The shortstop goes down. And Stephanie Madrigal going to get her second strikeout of the day. Yeah, a low and away pitch is so dangerous to any hitter. And she executed that one perfectly. And Almeida bit for it. And now she's taking the trot back to the dugout. So two outs just like that for Dixie State. It's now Oakley Trapp going to be in that right box batting left. Looking at Trapp's season so far in the 2022 campaign. Trapp trying to improve that batting average 250 on the year. 18 hits and 72 at-bats. Has one homer. And two balls, excuse me, two strikes. 0-2 count. All ready for Oakley. And Dixie State... Perhaps going to be scoreless through their first two innings of offense. Kind of follows the trend that we've seen in this series. This one's going to be fouled off the bat directly behind home plate. And Trap can't give up another strike here. Has to swing at everything right near the plate. And you look at trap stats a little bit more she's tied for first with the most walks on the team so her eye her eye you know for the for the strike zone very very good but she also is second on the team in strikeouts as well so Mm. it's either it's a strikeout walk hitter and there's a there's major leaguers that are like that too you know there's guys that hit about 40 home runs a year but I'll strike out about 200 times. That's just how it is. Trap more patient, but not there. Going to swing and miss. And, man, Stephanie Magical with her third K through just two innings. We're moving on. We're heading to the bottom of the second. Your score still zero apiece up in Seattle, Washington. Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin here on The Blaze. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, 91.3. It's the place to be for Dixie State softball. Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin, and Dixie State not off to the best of luck here in this series against Seattle U, but here in the third and final game on a Saturday in whack play. Tyler Denhard and the Trailblazers in the field right now trying to hold off Seattle U from reaching the scoreboard. They haven't got on score themselves. Got on base a little bit here and there, but a couple strikeouts there in that last inning from Stephanie Madrigal and Dixie State 
wants to do exactly what the Red Hawks just did to them. So I made an error <clears throat> last half inning. Madison Kuwaiti had six home runs, 25 RBIs. Carly Nance is the one that has 10 home runs and 42 ah. RBIs, and she's the one in the box right now. You're freaking me out, James. You got me worried. But a <laughs> swing and a miss. And that's going to be a 2-1 count now. Yeah, that's a good location for a 2-0 uh, pitch. High and outside. Get that pit, or get that hitter to really extend and reach for that one. That That's really the true weakness of, of any hitter is hitting those outside pitches. So Nance, get this, James. She's also listed as a pitcher. 5-10 grad from Maple Valley, Washington. And going to let that one go outside. 3-1 count now from Den Hard. Oh, boy. The experience there as a grad student also plays pitcher herself so she knows what these pitchers are thinking, you know, <laughs> when she's in the box. It kind of just seems like, you know, Carly Nance has her head all over this game. 3-1 pitch. Usually the best pitch right here. Swing and a miss. Little high and inside. Nance took a chip for it anyway. And the speed of that swing to go along with, I can only imagine the power of Nance. It's a good thing Denhard put that out of placement. And the concentration on Denhard's face, the windup and the full count, the throw to home. This one's going to be connected into right field, going deep. Oh. And that one's crushed. Wow. Home run number 12, Carly Nance. As she jogs around the bases, touches third, dabs up third base coach. I think that ball is still coming down, Jay. I <laughs> I really didn't see it. That, that cleared the scoreboard in the right field. So there's that power that you were wanting to see. Well, holy yeah. smokes. Right away when right away when uh Shay Clemens, the right fielder, <laughs> kind of really didn't jog back very far. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that went to right center field. That cleared it by about forty feet. <laughs> that was that was a moonshot. I wish we had, you know, just the game audio so mm -hmm. you know we could get a little glimpse of that noise. So just like that, it's a one nothing game. Seattle U, the Red Hawks on top of the Dixie State Trailblazers up in Washington. This game they did not list the name of the field. James, if you could look into that, try to find the name of Seattle U's softball field. But here in the bottom of the second, an 0-2 count now. All of a sudden, this is Caitlin Hill, number three. In the box, the catcher, the 5-6 freshman. James, I'm looking up and down this roster. It's quite a bit of freshmen. Would have been a freshman who play, and now that's the first ball to count. Grip in the bat. Hill will move back into the box in the one-two count. Back onto the bump in the ground is Denhard. The windup. That one's going to be popped. Man, that one would have taken the camera out if not for the net. Going to be popped right behind home plate. Yeah, more and more stadiums now today. Or uh, using that netting along the first and the third base side. 
And meanwhile, I get it, you know, for player fan safety and all that. But if you're wanting to sit down there, you better be ready for some foul balls. That's what makes baseball and softball so great is that they can hit 14, 15 foul balls in the stands and they'll never ask for it again. It's not like football, you know, where it goes into the stand, they got to get the football back from you or the basketball. You can't keep those things. You can keep a baseball. And I think that's what makes it so great. Well, some fan was able to keep Tom Brady's last touchdown pass. (laughs) But I just, you know, it's it's one thing to, like, I know some people have kids. You know, sometimes you got to watch the kids more than you got to watch the game. But if you're buying tickets and purchasing them in an area where you know there's going to be a lot of foul balls, I'm just saying you better be ready for them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't need any trips to the hospital. 2-2 count now. Den hard. Low and outside for Hill. No swing there. Now it's a full count. I always love telling this story, but at Dixie State years ago, uh, when I was just a cameraman on third base side, and there was no netting back then. Now oh there's a, at Carl Brooks Field, they didn't have netting on the, down the first and third base side. This one's going to be hit, and it's going to be caught. Right before it touches the ground, Eldridge at second twisted the wrist, supinated it, got low, and got the snag there right by the ankles. That one would have been a tough play if not for the grab there because that would have been a really, really, really late bounce. Instead, it's Carly Eldridge with the snag for the out. Yeah, just at the right place at the right time. You know, she was once, she, she might have been one step too far back, but. Even if she didn't catch it, she was still there to throw her out at first anyway. First out of the inning here in the bottom of the second following that massive home run from Carly Nance. James, do you think that ball's came down now? I think it's finally come down, yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the story. I was, do- I was doing cameraman down third base side, and I remember uh, it was Dixie State hitting. And I remember they were pulling the pitcher like they were just ahead of the pitcher the entire game because the pitcher wasn't fast. So they were just ahead of them swinging early, mm. to try and connect. And I remember they were constantly hitting foul balls down the third base side. And that's where my camera is. And I'm like, one of these is going to hit me. And sure enough, there was one time where it was a line drive and it was coming right for me in the camera. <laughs> and, uh, I, I just had to jump out of the way. I was like, I'm, I want no part in this. And it uh, didn't hit the camera. It didn't hit me, fortunately. But um, I think shortly after that is when they put those nets in because, man, some some people could have really gotten hurt. And I'm glad I didn't. But Yeah, it's a softball. It could have been a baseball, too. Even worse. That one's going to be fouled off. And you guessed it, the net. So this is the Francis F. Logan Field. At Seattle U Park is the name of the field here. Francis. It's not just a softball uh, field, that's why. It's also a track and field for practice. So track and field practices, I guess it transforms. See see how in the background there's that Yes, I can see it. Yeah, so I think it's a multi-use That's dope. And it's going to be hit towards the track, and it's going to be fouled off left of that third baseline. Those are not permanent. Uh, outfield walls so they kind of use it's like a it's a field inside of the track 
That's pretty cool. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen a football field with a track around it. Oh yeah, but I've Classic. never seen I've never seen a softball field with a track around it. That's different. Some high tech design. Yeah, over that's there. pretty awesome. Oh, part of the reason why. Are they going to call that a swing here in the one-two count? And they are. Yes. A strikeout, and Milder goes down. Um, part of the other reason during my recruiting process of not choosing Dixie or not choosing Seattle, uh, the tuition was significantly higher. <laughs> it was about 45000 45, a year semester to go there. Yikes. So uh, I ultimately chose Dixie State, and I, I can't say I'm upset over it. Lily Garcia, 5'2 infielder, the junior from Silmar, California, up into the left box, batting right with two outs here, the bottom of the second, a 1 0 game. The Red Hawks with a lead over the Dixie State Trailblazers on the road. 1 0 count here for the second baseman, Garcia, waiting the pitch from Denhart. Lily watches that one go by. She has a 2.96 batting average this season. Started all of the 30 games she's played. 81 at bats, leading to 24 hits. Six doubles, has 10 RBIs, and one homer. Den Hart's pitch in the 1 1 count, high and inside, swing and a miss. You know, I think that actually hit her. Oh, yep. It looked like it hit her, but. She was leaning in. But she swung. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So if you swing and it connects with your body. That's a strike every time. <laughs> there was a video I saw the it's other a rough day. Strike. This this guy was was hitting and a pitch hit him right in his face, but he still swung. <laughs> so <laughs> he got nailed with a fastball. And this one's connected to the left field. Oh, and the glove is not quite there. Marissa Rubio. Ground rule double. Did that bounce and go over? It bounced over the wall. Wow. As stream quality is not perfection, but still able to see that one bounce over the wall. Yeah, and see that that time, it was an inside pitch. And Garcia took advantage of that. Turned early, made good connection with it, and nearly homered as well. That one had some distance for sure. Rubio had to run back, couldn't quite get there in time. Wasn't too much arc on that ball. So we get a replay. High and inside again. Rubio nearly had to track it down and couldn't quite get it and throws up the hands in frustration as that bounces over the wall. Probably would have been a double anyway. Yeah, probably would have, but. Yeah, she nearly got to that one, didn't she? She had her glove up and almost. I think the sun was in her eyes, yeah, too. Yeah, maybe, maybe the sun was a little bit of a factor. And I can't blame her. I, I've been in outfields where the sun oh, is yeah. just blaring down and oh, yeah. there's just no way you can see it. So You need sunglasses, and even with that, it's hard to see the ball. It is yellow, so a little bit easier, but. Low and outside there for the second ball of the count. This is number two. This is Cameron Coleman. Coleman playing first base today, listed as an infielder and a pitcher on the roster. The 5'8 redshirt junior from 
get this, James. We've had some funny names that we've seen on softball. Remember when we uh, played the Badgers and there was a girl from Okonomowoc? Yeah. There's a girl from, this is Cameron Coleman. She's from Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> I actually know what Walla Walla is, though. I've heard of it. This is great. It's a bigger city than whatever that other place was. You know, it really puts, you know, places into perspective when you call sports and you see where everybody's from. That one's going to be fouled off. High pitch there into the net on the first base side for a foul ball. So runner on second from the ground rule double. That's Garcia. Coleman in the box right now in the 2-2 count. Denhard still on the mound. And, you know, Denhard, I think her pitch count is starting to get up there. I'm going to have to check that in a sec. She's pitched quite well other than that bomb of a home run. But Oh, that was a good-looking pitch that time. Full count now, the 3-2. Maybe just a tad bit height for the umpire's liking, but that was a good-looking pitch. Look at the camera on Garcia right now. Garcia standing at 5-2, sure looks like it. The wind up, the throw, and a swing and a miss there for the strikeout. Denhard gets her first K of the day. 1-0, or her second. 1-0 score. Seattle U over Dixie State. We're heading to the top of the third. Jacob Zimmerman, James Garrett here on the Blaze. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you hear? Quash. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think you would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome on back. This is Campbell. And did you just catch that, James? I did not. The camera just switched away from us as Campbell (laughs) went to bat. And I believe she grounded out was the call. And so it's quite the way to uh, start the third inning here on 91.3. Ground out just like that before we even really got back. 
And Campbell. Oh. Back Watch to out. the dugout. Crawford had a pitch. Go real close. That was pretty inside, and she barely moved. You know, I even when I played baseball, like, such a bad mentality to have, but I was so afraid of just getting belted. <laughs> Every time I was in the box, I was just afraid that this pitcher just didn't like me and just would try and take my head off or something. I, I Man, I specifically remember one time in high school, this guy, he, he had some heat behind him. And uh, he threw a couple inside to see how I'd react, and I think he could read me pretty well. This one's going to be a hit. Oh, just going foul. I think that ball landed close to the line, but Casey Crawford couldn't quite get it in play. Yeah, that would have been a pretty nice little blooper hit, but instead has to try and get another one here. But, yeah, he was throwing some heat at me, and then there was one time he he threw a slider at me, (laughs) and I thought it was going to hit me. And then all of a sudden, it's in the middle of the plate. <laughs> Crawford going to bounce this one. Oh, it gets past the shortstop for a single for Casey. That's going to be her 19th. No, excuse me. Her 26th hit of the year. And the smile from Crawford as she reaches first. Yeah, that was a good location that time. Kuwaiti almost had it on the diving effort that time. I think she got her glove and slowed it down a little bit, but nice effort from her that time. And Dixie State, let's see if they can move this runner across. Back to the top. Number 12, Carly Eldridge, the second baseman. She grounded out to first in her first at-bat. Yep. Two consecutive outside pitches that kiss the outside part of the plate. So no two count. That's always frustrating. Eldridge, a freshman from Arvada, Colorado. This one, a late swing and strike three. Tough start to the day on the offensive side of things for Eldridge. And that's just good strategy placement there from Madrigal. She went outside the first two pitches and then switches up her entire approach and goes to the inside corner this time and gets her to bite and gets her fourth strike out of the afternoon. Back into the box, Marissa Rubio, the left fielder for Dixie State. Started to trot down the first base line, tried to go for a little slap hit. Unsuccessful 1-0 count. Rubio with a strikeout earlier in this one. Trying to get on base. This one's going to be connected. But the ump calls it dead. That one's just going to roll right to Uh, home. Yeah, rolled off her foot. Ouch. So 88 will get back into the box. Eubanks warming up alongside her. That one's going to be fouled off towards the left baseline. One-two count now for Rubio. Yeah, you see right center, or uh, sorry, yeah, right center field right there. That's that's where she wants to locate this hit. There is absolutely nobody. It is a open valley out there. Madrigal. Oh, we have a chance at second and a stolen base for Dixie State. A great takeoff there for Casey Crawford. 
Yeah, and Crawford's always had some speed in her repertoire as that is her seventh stolen base out of seven attempts. So she has not been thrown out so far this season. The windup from Madrigal. This one's going to be hit to second. And the throw to first is there. Dixie State once again can't get on the scoreboard. And we're moving to the bottom of the third. 1-0. Your score here on the Blaze. Seattle U up in Washington. The Red Hawks topping the Trailblazers currently. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, you know what it is, Dixie State. Trailblazers softball here on 91-3. It's the Blaze. 1-0 your score right now. The Red Hawks up in Washington. The bottom of the third we go. And Tyler Denhard, double zero in the blue and white still on the mound. First pitch, no swing, called a strike. The Red Hawks wearing red tops, got black bottoms, and they have white numbers. Dixie State in the red, white, and blue, as you guessed. This is Hannah Sasaki in the box now. This one's going to be chopped right to Almeida. The throw a little low and safe at the last second. The eye roll from my color commentary man, James Guerin. And that one pretty much says it all. What do you think on that one? I think the bases need to be further apart. Is what I think they need to do in softball. I mean, they're only—they're not even sixty feet. They're like forty feet. And if you have any kind of wheels, you can make any infield grounder a hit. And I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a baseball guy, but it's not often in baseball you see a guy beat out an infielder, an infield ground ball. But in softball, you see it. You see it pretty consistently, and it's because the bases are so much closer together. I, I like that component. I like that it's not, okay, if you ground out. I mean, in the major leagues, you ground out. There are guys who don't even don't even jog to first base. <laughs> they just, like, start walking. The guys with, the like, diagram. one speed on, in video games. The guys that have absolutely no speed. They're just there to hit. It's either HR or bust. This one's going to be hit. Bobbled for a sec. The throw to second. The first out is there. The throw to first didn't end up coming from Eldridge. A quick bobble there from Lockhart at third. It kind of stalled it for a sec, but nevertheless, you get the out at number two. That's where you want to get it. 
And, and that's that's another thing. It's almost impossible in softball to turn a double play. It is like we got one again. Oh, the last game we called SUU. Yeah, maybe it was me and Callen. We there was one in that game. But in baseball, you constantly see double plays. You know, it's kind of a thing. But in softball, it, it's almost it, it's very rare to see any any double plays. And double plays are beautiful. They're beautiful to watch. You know, just the 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 movement as soon as the ball's hit. Players already know where they're supposed to go. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to watch. So, Sasaki got the single. It was Vigiana who just grounded out. Now this Fielder's is- choice is what they call it. It's a fielder's choice. So, technically, it's an over. You didn't get a hit. You only got on base because the fielder doesn't decided. Count as a, doesn't, doesn't count, count as, as a hit. No. It's just a, it, it goes against your batting average, but it doesn't doesn't count as a hit. But it was Sasaki who started. She yeah, got Sasaki a single. got a single. And then Vigiano. Fielder's choice. Okay. So she's on first. This one's going to be fouled deep into left field. If that one's five degrees to the right, that's in play. It almost looks like there's another field on the other side. Looking in from the outfield side. It looks like there's two fields in the middle of this track. James, I'm noticing on last year's stats, I have them printed out for Seattle U. There's not a ton of familiar names on the roster, so this team has gone under some total reconstruction. And sitting at third in the batting average is our current batter, Ty Wilson. Number five, the 305 batting average. A chance at a steal, and it's there. A perfectly placed ball. No, they're saying she's safe. What? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. No. Campbell immediately got up, threw that one on the money. I mean, Eldridge did not even have to move the club. This was a perfect throw. She didn't even stand up. That's a terrible call. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't. I I think they're asking for a review. Yeah, he's dead. Simpkins, he's not not happy about that call. And he's got every right to be. He doesn't understand it. Yep, head coach Randy <laughs> gives him the the palms up gesture and walks back to the duck. That was, I mean, yeah, she was. Can- I don't even she have was canned is is the baseball term. She got canned, but that's gets, terrible. Gets away with one there. That's that's terrible because it wasn't even a play where Eldridge had to bring the glove down. It was perfectly placed, so Eldridge just had to snag it. And literally the foot slid. Vigiano's, you know, foot slid right into the glove. I don't I don't get that. That is her ninth stolen base, though, of the season out of her 14 attempts. Ninth. Speaking of ninth, I thought you were, thought you were going to say that was the ninth pitch from Dead Hard here. Because no. uh, Ty oh, Wilson's been in this count forever. 3-2. Three, 3-2. Yeah, two. Two. I mean, they're battling here. And this is another beautiful thing about softball is who wants it more. And staying alive, fouled off to the left field side. 3-2 is the count still. 
Runner on second. Shouldn't be, but runner on second is Vigiano. One out should be two. And a 1-0 game, nevertheless, for the Red Hawks. The only one, you know, switching the tide here, you got to go back to that Nance home run. So Denhardt going to wind up here again, the full count. And, yep, staying alive again. Fouled off directly high in the home plate. I was just thinking, she needs to... Uh... I know it's fun to get them fishing, <laughs> which is basically them reaching out for a pitch. I think you got to go inside here. I think you got to catch her off guard. She's 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 late on everything because everything is going to the left side when she fouls it off. So she's late every time. Put one in the inside part of the plate. Get her to really miss here. Let's see what she does. Nope, it curves outside, and another foul ball. This is insane. This is like me at the batting cages. You know, I can't get a hit, but I can keep tipping it <laughs> off every time, you know? <laughs> I... That's great. There was a time I went a couple years ago to a batting cage. I took 20 pitches. I think I hit one. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yeah, it was. it had been years since I swung a bat, though. I went to the batting cages at Fiesta Fun. It had been years, and that, I, that's where I, I still went. had some success. That's where I went, but it was like... It was so different. Like hitting off a machine and hitting off of a pitcher are so different. TP, that's got to be total pitches. Yeah. 49. Bottom of the third, still we remain. One out, Denhard. Still in the full count. Finally, it's hitting the play. Going over Alameda's head in short. A run will score. This is going to be a double RBI. And Ty Wilson. After being in that count for, I don't know, 10 pitches plus, gets a double RBI just like that. It's a 2 nothing game. Yeah, what a battle that time from Ty Wilson. Just not taking no for an answer. And finally gets one to connect on the outside part of the play, which is what Denhart was attacking pretty much that entire at-bat. And she finally pays for it. So Denhard's now going up two runs. Seattle U trying to complete the series sweep against Dixie State. The Trailblazers trying to say no to that. That first pitch low and outside called a ball. And as we move through here, this is number 22, Kawadi, the shortstop. Back up to bat. James, you said she had six homers. Is that correct? Six homers, 25 RBIs. That one's going to be hit deep in the right field, but will go foul. Look at the scenery back there. Pretty nice. They got I some mean, apartments back there. I mean, like like I said, it's a, it's a beautiful campus. Just oh, have, yeah. it's, it's breathtaking. When it's not raining. Yeah, when it's not raining like it is today. It's... it's just the perfect scenery. It looks like that college town. You know, speaking of college towns, how about the traffic going on in St. George right yeah, now? Yeah, there's a lot of traffic going on right now. A bunch of tournaments going on. There's something yeah. going on right now at here at Dixie State. I'm not quite too sure what it we is, got, but it's some, some kind zeppies. of yeah, it's some kind of event going on. A lot of food trucks, vendors, a lot of tents, blow up castles. You know, slot. There's a whole bunch all, of stuff. It's not just by Dixie State campus. It's all around town. Is that one's going to be popped up? And it'll drop. Second baseman, left fielder, excuse me, right fielder and center couldn't get that one. And boy, 
That's tough to see. Crawford, Clemens, and Eldridge all in the vicinity of that. And it drops right in the center, that triangle. And yikes, the first conversation coming out today onto the mound now. Randy Simpkins going to chat it up. Yeah, maybe just a little bit of words of encouragement. Hey, you can get out of this. There's only one out. We're still in this game. But Simpkins is no stranger to making changes in the middle of a game. I mean, I've seen him do it so many times throughout the years. And, you know, it has been a while since Dixie State has been elite. It's been about, I would say, about three or four years now out from the incredible Division II run that this team had. But struggling to find the same success here. Yeah, the baseball program has done a really nice job of, you know, keeping up to par with the conference they've moved into, the division they've moved into. Uh, basketball on the men's side has gotten some nice wins this year against some big-time opponents, GCU, UVU, SUU. Softball trying to pull off one of those feats. So after the mess, oh, we got another hit. That was off awful. against the wall in center field. Crawford going to feel it. One run will score. A second one will score. Oh, man, this one being broken wide open. That's going to be Nance with the hit again. And James, Carly, Nance with two. Both of the biggest hits of the day have been from her bat. Yeah, three Harvey eyes already here in this one. And I think Simpkins has seen enough. Uh, this one was just right down the middle of the plate. And you can't do that. That one almost, Yearly. That one almost went over the wall, too. Yikes! But you can't you can't do that, especially to to their best hitter. But we do have a pitching change. So Wilson got a double. Kawadi got a double as well, and then Nance got a double. That double with the two RBIs. So what an inning number three it's been, and yep. The pitching change for Dixie State. We're seeing it. This is Carissa Burgess. Burgess in 18 innings and 11 ERA. Yeah, she's has uh, she's kind of fallen off a little bit from her freshman and sophomore year. Uh, very dominant in her freshman and sophomore year. She actually, I believe, has the second most wins in a single season uh, in Dixie State history. So she definitely has that experience. She's been around for a very long time now. Uh, and she's having a rougher start than I feel like that she's used to. But she has faced all kinds of talent, though, throughout her years. So has a lot of experience. Perhaps, you know, the reason that ERA is so high is because not a lot of opportunity. trusts her. Not a lot of opportunity. Only 18 innings pitched. And yeah. And that's... Through 32 games. That's pretty low compared to everybody else. I mean, Kate Dolinsky, 45. Atlin Johnson, 44. Ashton Bari, 32. And the first pitch here 
is going to be just outside. 1-0 count. So continuing the mess of an inning for Dixie State in the field. Sasaki got a single. Fielder's choice for Vigiano. That one's going to be fouled off behind home plate. A double from Ty Wilson. A double from Kawadi. And then a double from Nance. Two RBI score. That one hit off the wall. And I believe Ty Wilson's double was an RBI. Yes, it was. Two one is now the count. That one just missing. So Denhard had two strikeouts on her day. This one's going to be hit into right field. And the snag is made there from Clemens. The runner will not advance. And even though there's been a couple of outs, some of them have been hit pretty deep, and you always got to hold your breath as soon as that sound is made off the bat. Brooke Milder now struck out in her first plate appearance. There's Caitlin Hill with that last fly out as Milder watches that one go by. Milder, the third baseman this year. Three six. That's the reason you wear the face mask. 4 0 is the score. We're heading. To the top of the fourth year on the Blaze, you're listening to it. Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track? Instead of flying to the big interview, what if you flew somewhere else altogether, like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see? What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Oh, yeah, we're moving through it. Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin here on the Blaze. Top of the fourth. 
1-1 count. Watching that one go by, this is Hannah Hubanks. Zero out so far. Appreciate you joining us here on 91.3. The hot spot for everything Dixie State Athletics related. This one hit towards short a play. Oh, just an out. Not quite there in time was Hubanks, and she will ground out. That's how the Trailblazers start the inning on offense. That's how the game has gone all afternoon. Yeah, I couldn't beat the throw out that time. I thought she had a chance at it because it was kind of a dribbler over to short, but was just a half a step too slow and one away. Yeah, James, get this. Top of the first, the first batter, Carly Eldridge. She grounded out. You know, to start off the second, it was Laura Lockhart. She grounded out. And we moved to the third, Campbell. She grounded out. And then there, the first batter in the fourth, Hugh Banks. She grounds out as well. Yeah, that's that's a very good way to start each inning, you know. <laughs> get, get yourself ahead of the inning and put the pressure on the opposing team. And she's doing everything right here so far today. Stephanie Madrigal has been magnificent Ooh. on the mound. See, in that time, Clemens went fishing as that one was almost in the other batter box. But, you know, sometimes, you know, as a hitter, you see those high ones that are away and it's so hard. Real big. Oh, my. Oh, you just you freeze up for a second. And even Simpkins is probably like, try not to chase those ones that are so high up. Because the first pitch she swung at was also pretty high as well. So, you know, Clemens, she loves those. She loves those high ones. Shay Clemens this year for Dixie State. Looking at those Trailblazers statistics. Clemens, number two, 371 batting average. That's second on the team. And 97 at-bats, 36 hits, 23 RBIs, eight home runs. Clemens... Has pretty much been the most damaging hitter. Yeah, leads the team in in home runs and RBIs, but also leads the team in stolen bases as well. So she's pretty much the Mike Trout of our team so far, just leading the team in in everything. Nine for nine. And as a catcher, she's a catcher. As a catcher, that's, that's very, very good because... Catchers in second basemen are like those positions that they're kind of there more for fielding than they are for their bats. Because as a catcher, you want to be a really good fielder because you don't want any balls getting away from you. You want to be able to throw runners out. And we saw Clements, you know, a couple innings ago, she should have, you know, had that runner. This one going to be a hit to short, and she's there. Third base couldn't quite get there in time. The shortstop able to come over and get it just a little too late. And the throw there from Kawadi. Nearly in time, Coleman's grab not quite as the foot of Clemens reached the base. Yep, those are the wheels, and I, I would not be surprised here at all if she goes on the next couple of pitches and takes off for second. Clemens looking ready to run. So after the infield single and the ground out from Hubanks, this is going to be Laura Lockhart. And James, as I'm looking at the scorecard here, has Dixie State flew out one time into the outfield? Um, not that I, not that I, I don't see. think they. It's been I don't, a bunch of ground balls. 
I don't think they've even got a ball to the outfield. But they have, uh, let's see, one, two, three hits. Just showing the prowess of magical. And there we go. There you go. Hit right into the grass. (laughs) Right Right on on cue. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Going in my Tony Romo (laughs) crystal ball again. That's great. Over Garcia's head at second base. And so Dixie State has sort of finally turned the tide of this game just a little bit. Now I know it's four to nothing. Red Hawks still with the lead up in Washington. Trailblazers from St. George, Utah on the road. A pinch runner here. Yep, this is gonna be number five. It's it's Miley Maletta. Maletta, second baseman and shortstop. A five foot one junior. No stolen bases on the season, so maybe just hasn't had a chance to really show off that speed. Couple Red Hawks couldn't quite make the grab. Wow. Pitcher couldn't get it. Third baseman couldn't get it. That Second is an baseman error. finally got it. That is an error. But who on who though? I mean, you said three people missed it. Yep. Wow, look at I mean Milder had a shot at it. Madrigal definitely had a shot at it. I mean Kawadi was in the vicinity. Garcia finally came up with it at the end. But wow, so that's gonna be reaching an error. Reaching the base off an error for Lockhart. Good looking pitch there that time, but it is too high and maybe Lock or this isn't Lockhart. Oakley trap here who is leading the team with walks. So Almeida got the base by error. Clemens got the infield single. What did Lockhart do in between there? It was a single. A little blooper to shallow center. Yeah. One, one count, one out. Fully loaded bases here. And number 14, Stephanie Magical, who's been magical on the mound today. Perhaps looking a little off all of a sudden. See, now the pressure's on Magical here. They're down 2-1 in the count. And Lockhart's got an eye of an eagle. So you got to be careful here with where she puts this ball. Hottest inning for Dixie State so far today. That one, a slow pitch in the upper corner of the zone for the strike. A good comeback pitch that time. Almost the same location. Just a little bit lower and got the strike in her favor. Magical, the windup. This one a little inside, connected anyway, and just going to go foul off the bat from Oakley Trap. Yeah, that one would have been dangerous out in the right field corner, but luckily for the Red Hawks, it's just a foul ball and another chance here for Magical to probably force a double play ball. This is trap with those 15 walks this year. If she walks right now, it'll force a run. And that one was pretty close as well too, but she decided to stay back and 
Now it's a full count. Now this is the payoff pitch. Payoff pitch indeed. The wiggle of the bat from Trap. The DP oh. watches it go by. And that one, ugh, a little outside, <laughs> called a strike. And we'll see if Simpkins has a word on that. Yeah, that's her second strikeout of this afternoon for Trap. So both times has gone down. But I, I can't blame her for that last one there. No replay from the Seattle crowd. And usually that means something. <laughs> you know, whenever you go to a, a like a, say we're going to a jazz game and, and the jazz do something and they get away with it, but then they're supposed to be reviewed. They don't show it. They, the home team will not show a call that is against them. Yeah. That is like 101. Like knowledge right there. And it's it's funny how they do it. So now for Dixie State, Rachel Campbell, the catcher today, wearing number seven back up in the box here in the top of the fourth. Coming off that ground out in the top of the third. In the one one count, gonna swing and miss on that one as well. That was a good pitch Yikes. too on the outside part of the plate. Leaving three runners on base here would be gut-wrenching. Well, the infield is playing for any bag. So, I mean, for Campbell, her best interest is to just hit this one right back up the middle. Swing and a miss. Low and outside. She swings for it anyway. And that is another K on the day for Stephanie Magical. James, what is... What is Stephanie's K count now at this point? That is her sixth sixth strikeout of the afternoon. Oh, my goodness. We will move to the bottom of the fourth. Still a 4 nothing game here on the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see this, the, the person's souls like God. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. You are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn Marcy onto Marcy and just broke up and go past and the first three she's lights happy about and then it. take the next left. I don't really think five she's more happy, blocks but and you should be who there. I to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. That's I'll what see I you heard later last tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Oh, yeah, we're having fun moving to the bottom of the fourth. Jacob and James here in the 91.3 The Blaze studios watching Dixie State on the road on stream 
as they're up in Washington at Seattle U. Carissa Burgess recently making an appearance on the mound for Dixie State in this one. Tyler Denhard giving up four runs. Randy Sigmund said, that's enough. Time for a change. And we'll see what Burgess can do. Closed out the last inning as we expected. Carissa's back out there in the bottom of the fourth. This one's going to be connected. A half swing makes contact anyway into left field over the head of the third baseman, Laura Lockhart. And the smile coming from the face of the Red Hawks. Look at that. Another hit. Man, this one really going well for Seattle U. Yeah, they're they're pretty much hitting everything that's being thrown at them. And if I'm correct on this one, they have six hits so far, which doesn't seem, seems like they should have more than that. But that's what I have is six hits so far in this game. Six hits is correct, James. A 1-0 count here. Burgess, the concentration, eyeing the plate. This one's going to be chopped to second. The toss over to second. The throw, and it's there. The double play. The Trailblazers make it in the field. The throw. There from Almeida after the toss from Eldridge. Complete to Hugh Banks. And that's how you do it. It's what we call Dicing it, up a double play. That's what we call a 5-6-3. Or no, sorry. A 4-6-3 double play. It's beautiful. I mean, nothing's as good as the 6-4-3 double play. But the 4-6-3 is just as nice. 6-4 being short, short stop, stop to the second. Second having to turn the hips. Jeter was a master at it too. And there's not really there's not any guys that are like him anymore, but the way that he was able to turn double plays was was something unbelievable. So after Coleman just grounded out. This is Sasaki. Last inning she got in that bat. She's back up again here in the bottom of the fourth. Got a single, the left fielder number 39 in the 1-1 count currently. Burgess, the windup, the throw to play, and called a strike. So, James, this umpire definitely favors the strikes over the balls for sure. Anything. It favors the outside. And, yeah, 100%. Favors the outside. And, and, and you know, that's. That's something you got to deal with every day. That one's fouled over to the third base side. That's just something you have to deal with, though, every game. You know, every umpire is a little bit different than the next one. So, you know, there's always these people that, you know, the majors, I guess they're going to try it out in the minor leagues. They're going to have uh, automatic umpires. So to get every strike correct, every ball correct, every out correct. And I'm not sure how I feel about that because I feel like human error is a part of of the game and this one's popped up and the snag is made dixie state there in the field making some plays able to escape the inning without giving up a run rachel campbell's glove from the catcher spot making the third out we're moving to the top of the fifth we go here on the blaze jacob zimmerman james garrett week when when we come back top of the fifth 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, my human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it. But he just throws it. Again. I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, you know what it is here on The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin. Dixie State Trailblazers softball on the road at Seattle U in Washington. On the mound. Oh, this one's going to be a hit right to the first baseman. And the tag is there. So a fast way to start. A fast first out there. And that is number two with the toe tap. As that's Coleman, the first baseman, getting the out. Fifth inning in a row where they've grounded out to start the inning. There's another ground out. Man, that is tough. That summarizes this game up in a nutshell. So it was Crawford who just grounded out. So now we're back to the top. I was going to say, you know, there's pitchers out there too, you know, at the major league level that, you know, they're specifically ground ball hitters, meaning more majority of the time, and this one is hit right back up the middle, sneaks in there for her first hit of the game. Carly Eldridge, you know, t- to start the year, it was Rubio, the leadoff, Eldridge batting second. Now they've flipped. Eldridge had a ground out, a strikeout here in the top of the fifth, gets her first hit. It's a single. Of the day. You're right, though. Not very many fly balls, though, today from Dixie State at all. Yep. Nothing has been hit actually farther than where the outfielders actually stand up. Yeah, they haven't had to run back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Everything's been kept inside. They've only had to come up. Haven't even been able to stay put. No extra base hits, nothing. Left fielder Marissa Rubio is going to slap, hit this one, a bounce, the throw, and out just in time. As, man, not only Stephanie Magical can throw it home well, she can throw it to first. Moving on here in the inning. 
So Rubio's ground out. Rubio struck out, ground out, ground out. She's having a tough day. Now it's Hannah Hubanks, the first baseman. Number 14, batting left, that first pitch just outside. We've seen that umpire basically call that same exact pitch a strike. Maybe that went a little bit more height or so to call the ball. The wind up here, that one's outside, but connected. A bounce to third, the throw to first, and it's there. Boy, that was sure a quick, quick inning. Three ground outs for three outs. Only one hit in there from Eldridge. And boy, the Red Hawks are moving through this one quickly. Dixie State heads to the field. Seattle U going on offense. Bottom of the fifth, we go. You've been listening to, you're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Charles the Carpet Carpet King will carpet your entire house for only $39. That's right, your entire house for only $39. But don't expect Charles the Carpet King to do it himself because Charles the Carpet King passed away last week at 47 from the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test, but Charles didn't get it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve2037? Steve2037 will be just fine. Okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Bottom of the fifth, we go. Dixie State, Seattle U, Trailblazers and the Red Hawks. It's Carissa Burgess on the mound for the Trailblazers. Coming in to the box right now. This is Ty Wilson. Wilson with the ground out. An RBI double back in the third inning and here in the fifth she's up again. Number five and inning number five. We'll see what she has in store. One out so far. Vigiano just grounded out and ground out really, you know, I think if someone took a sip every time we said ground out, James... It'd be pretty interesting. One one now is the count. Runner on first. Watching that one go by. A strike is called. One two now is the count.
That throw to the plate. Just a little outside and low. Make it a 2-2 count. Yeah, she's looking for a ground ball here to try and turn two. The infield is set up to try and turn two. That one's going to be chopped. Hit. Oh, diving for it is the infield, and no throw can get there in time. That one was tough to see. As Lockhart had a chance, she dove. It went right past her. Almeida had a chance. She grabs it, but by that time, the runners have already made it to the back. So, so Vigiano, I thought she was thrown out. Ref might have changed the call. She's called safe. She moves to second off that single, so a couple of singles to start off the top of the fifth here in the top of the order. And now we're to the third. Kawadi, the shortstop, number 22. Has a pop out in the infield and a double in the first and third inning. She's back up again. Burgess, slow pitch right down the middle. And perhaps the off-speed throwing off Kawadi. You know, I've never understood how they throw off-speed pitches underhead. I've never I've never been able to understand it. Like, do they flip their wrist a little bit? Do they hold the ball differently? And that one looked inside. High and inside, but called a strike anyway. One two is the count. Madison Kawadi, perhaps. Her facial expression there showed, and eh, I disagree with the call, but I'll step back into the box anyway. Wow. I thought that hit her. <laughs> it looked like it hit her for a second, but it is a strikeout. And I don't really agree with that call. That one very high and inside. Nevertheless, umpire's trying to get through this one. <laughs> And Kawadi gets her first strikeout from a batter's perspective. We're moving on to, to Carly Nance and James. This is an uh-oh. I almost would walk her at this point. Get the bases loaded, and that way you can turn two. Carly Nance, the DP, number 12, has a solo home run. And the next inning after that, she hit one off of the wall. Yeah, I would. The double had two RBIs. I would walk her in this situation. That way you have to go up against Hill, who's lined out and flew out. Yeah, Nance is scary. She's going to hit this one into the net. Fouled off, a late swing there. Another dangerous chance here for Nance to even make a bigger impact on this game. James, she's literally carrying the team. I mean, there's six homers from Kawadi. There's three from Hill. There's one from Garcia. There's one from Madokoro. Outside of that, she has the other ten. And the sun starting to... Looks like the sun is passing through some clouds. We're getting some lighting changes on the field. But that, yeah, the 42 RBIs just look like a video game compared to everybody else's stats. 2-1 count with two on. That one's slow and down the middle, and boy, that one could have been a disaster. Instead, Nance wasn't ready for the speed. And Burgess with a nice throw. I like Coach Simpkins' mentality right here. Just attack the hitter. 
Don't give them anything easy. And those two off-speed pitches were very well executed. The wind-up here from Burgess. This one's going to be hit deep into left. Oh and my it's God. gone. Look at that. Her second home run of the day. And Carly Nance is giving it. Is giving Dixie State some nightmares for sure. Wow, that one was an outside pitch, too, and she still connected with that into deep left center field. And here's another look at it. Yeah, that was outside, and she just got barreled to the ball. And see you later. And, you know, maybe maybe now maybe now you look back and think I should have walked her. <laughs> I agree with that one. So this time, instead of a solo home run, it's a... Three-run shot. That's six RBIs for Nance today. So the solo home run counts as an RBI. Because you score it off your hit. Then a two-run RBI off the wall. And then this one over the fence. So <laughs> essentially, Carly Nance is... Got another pitching change, too. Oh, man. is Every ball she's hit, she's hit the, the wall or over the wall. And yeah, I would hope that Every time Nance is up, she just gets W-A-L-K. Get ba- yeah, get the Barry Bonds treatment, will you? Just get walked every other appearance. Well, they started doing that, actually, with uh, the Oklahoma softball player who is the all-time leader in home runs. They Teams against yes, saw that a little bit. actually started to just purposely walk her every single at-bat after she broke the record. Because I think she was at like 95, and she wants to get to 100. You know, she wants to get to 100, and I think teams are... Uh, Home runs? Yeah, and her career. <laughs> That's Oklahoma softball. I know you probably haven't seen any games by them, but they are they are the national champs. They're the defending national champs, of course, but they pretty much are every year. But just watching that team, it's just it's a thing of beauty. It's unbelievable. I remember when I was younger, probably about like 13 or 14, uh, the Hawaii women's softball team was really, really, really good. And uh, it would seem like every batter on that team could just bomb home runs. And I think they set the record that year for most home runs by a team in a season. But they went to all the way to, I think, like the semis or the, the regional semis or whatever it was. But they, they were super good. And I haven't seen a team like that since. But this Oklahoma team, though, is they're a different level. So it's Kate Delinsky on the mound now for Dixie State, the third pitcher of the day. What's been a tough pitching performance from the Trailblazers, a, a nice offensive performance from the, the Lady Red Hawks as it's 7 to nothing now in the bottom of the fifth. So I believe mercy rule is eight. Yes, is the eight-run rule. So I think if I'm not mistaken, if Seattle scores here, it's it's, o- it's over. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. You're not wrong because it has. I think it has to be through five. It has to be through five innings, and it has to be eight. And Dixie State did not score. Seattle U has done pretty much, you know, everything to do with scoring. Two-one count now here for Hill. Hill going to watch that one go by just outside. 
2-2 count now. Hill the catcher. Number three, five, six, freshman. Wilson's a freshman. Hill's a freshman. Good amount of freshmen's on this team. Low and outside. Make it a full count. Three, two. I'm looking at Delinsky stats this year. Kate Delinsky, 4-9-4 ERA. She's second on the team in the lowest ERA, and she's second in highest innings pitched. Right behind Den Hart in both categories. That one had some curve on it, and that one high for the ball four. So tough to come in and give up a walk on your first action, especially with only one out here in Seattle U. Just one run away from the eight-run rule. You know, this one definitely did not feel in favor at Ixie State. Didn't have control over this one, but, you know, I didn't expect it to get this out of hand. Well, it was one nothing after two innings, so. Yeah. You, I would have thought we would at least get to five. But I know last game was... It was 8 nothing after 6. This one a chance to be even worse. Or I wonder if Dixie State gets a chance to hit again. But they did in the last game, right? It just ended at the bottom of the 6th. They didn't get a chance to hit in the 7th. Yeah. Okay, so if they do score here, then it, they only had one hit last game. Wow. Yikes. The so, Red Hawks, no joke. They're 6-2 and two in conference. I wonder who's beat them in conference. So I'll pull up those standings right now. Looks like New Mexico State. It's the 0-1 count. The runner on first, one out. Now it's 1-1. Your batter for the Red Hawks. This is Milder. A swing and a miss. One, two now as Delinsky gets her swing. And this inning has been another disaster. It was the third inning that was big yikes for Dixie State. Now the fifth inning. The same. Single from Vigiano. Single from Wilson. Strikeout from Kawadi. Then a three-run homer from Nance. And Hill with a single as well. Milder now number eight in a 2-2 count. Back to those wax standings. Here in 2022. So there's two divisions. There's the Southwest and the West. In the West, it's Grand Canyon at top of that, 7-1, and one, and Seattle U right behind them at 6-2. and two. Dixie State is in the West Division, and they are at the bottom of that at 2-6. and six. Then there is just five teams. There's six in the West, five in the Southwest. Stephen F. Austin at the top of that. Basically, a lot of the same teams that we see in basketball and the regular sports. That one's fouled off. Can stand alive here in the full count. So in the Southwest, Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, Tarleton, Sam Houston, and Lamar. 
And then in the West, Grand Canyon, Seattle U, Cal Baptist, UVU, New Mexico State, and Dixie State in the West. Dixie State, five games back from that top spot. Dolinsky in the 3-2 count. This one's hit right to Almeida. The throw, oh no! Gets past the second baseman. The throw to second, and after the air, she's safe there as well. Yikes. As Almeida got the scoop, threw it right to Eldridge. Carly couldn't get the glove on it. Don't know if there was the throw, the miscatch. Anyway, that looked like a for sure double play and a way to get out of the game and a way to escape the inning, stay alive in the game. Instead, there's a runner on second and a runner on third. Yeah, so, sometimes that just happens when you're trying to rush. Does that count as a single for Milton? No, so it's scored as a fielder's choice error. So fielder's choice, and then she advanced to second on an error. Yeah, I don't know how these people keep up with this stuff, like <laughs> 100%, you know, to the pitch. The scorecard? To the pitch, you know. We're not even doing balls and strikes on In our score. score, yeah. We're just... We're just Doing the hits and outs and all that stuff, but there's people that that actually take this very seriously. There's yeah, people they can't with comment, clicker. They can't commentate while also doing all this. No, they no. can't. Um, there's some uh, people that do the pitch counters, like they'll buy like this little device that the umpire has, and they'll do balls, strikes, outs, all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Be a fun job. Travel with a team. I think it'd be cool clicker. to be an umpire, honestly. I think it'd be a lot of fun. You want 50-year-olds yelling at you? <laughs> I mean, if you call the game right, then you got no problem, right? Yeah. I mean, you're still if, always you're still always going to get I mean, people imagine... who disagree with you. Like, my dad's a referee for soccer, and he does everything right. He knows the rules. And he still gets people that yell at him, telling him that exactly. he doesn't know the rules. So. I don't. It's never a win-win situation. Yeah, everybody bags the ref until it's time to uh, be the ref. <laughs> Runners on third and second with only one out. We've seen Denhard. We've seen Burgess. Now it's Delinsky, and the pitching has not been excellent. And this one, basically, one hit away from being over. And it's funny you say no one wants to be the referee. I had a short little stint last year where I was a basketball referee for, like, youth kids. And uh, I'm talking, like, elementary kids all the way up probably to seventh graders. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a lot of fun. But the parents, oh, man, (laughs) the parents get into it like it's the NBA finals. (laughs) Of course. You know, it's like, how do you call that a reach? It's like, calm down. Your kid's eight so, years old. <laughs> so what was so what was worse, the the parents or the cardio? Cardio actually wasn't that bad. I can keep up with kids. I mean, come on now. These are kids we're talking to. I can keep up with them. Uh, some kids have some, some wheels, man. Yeah, some not these kids. <laughs> Too young. This one's hit right to third. The decision, everybody stalls. The throw to first, I believe, is called safe. And oh, man, oh, man. Such a tough spot 
for Laura Lockhart to be in in that situation. It's just a high IQ play right there. Because if she throws the first. Well, by Hill, I'm, I'm talking about the base runner. Because she thought about going home. Bill, or uh, whoever's at third. Lockhart thought about throwing home for just a second, and the runner stalled her for just a second in enough time. Loaded bases. The throw to home. It's there. Dixie State able to stay alive. And Lockhart gets the throw on time home. The foot on the home plate. Campbell with the grab. And that one didn't have enough time on that bounce. Fielded beautifully. And a good decision there to throw home, recognizing with one out, you can't throw to first in that situation. Now two outs are on. So you can you can get away with throwing a first, but still in this situation, Dixie State is literally fighting to stay alive, folks. Mercy rule. It's an eight-run rule after five. Dixie State has loaded bases, two outs, bottom of the fifth. It's seven to nothing. Delinsky on the mound. Will face off against Coleman. So this inning has been all Red Hawks. Dixie State scoreless in the top. Red Hawks continuing to pour it on. It's crazy to think Nance's three-run shot was still in this inning. We're still in the same inning. That one, a medium speed pitch right down the middle. No swing. You know what it is? is the umpire doesn't like the outside part of the plate. He likes the left part of the plate. He's calling everything a strike on the left side part of the plate. Because yeah. even that strikeout earlier in the inning from Kuwaiti, she was very close to the plate, and it just seemed like every pitch was hitting her. I thought she swung that time. Maybe he needs the eyes checked. I think we have a pinch hitter in this game, James. Yep, this is number 16. She's replacing Coleman. Number 16 is Taylor Deden. No, she's replacing Sasaki in the nine spot. She's replacing Sasaki. Okay. Coleman's on first. And a strikeout ends the inning in Dixie State. They stay alive for another inning and escape even more damage than they already have. Seven to nothing. We're headed to the top of the six. We got another one in store, folks, on the blaze. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I'm the only one in school that can tie his own shoes. Most kids make fun of me because I still believe in the tooth fairy. A third of the kids in my eighth grade class drink alcohol regularly. Over 99% of my class has been offered illegal drugs. Half of my college classmates binge drink, abuse drugs, or do both. But the frequent dinners I had with my family have helped make sure I'm not one of them. Learn more about the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse at Columbia University's Family Day at casafamilyday.org. Dinner makes a difference. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Moving to the top of the six, Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin here on the Blaze. Another inning in store here on 91.3, the place to be for Dixie State Athletics. A swing and a miss is how we start off. And we still have Stephanie Magical on the mound for the Red Hawks. She has been magical in this one. Unstoppable. And Shay Clemens... Putting the eye contact on her bat. Stepping back into the left box. She's ready to go. Wiggling the bat. Chops this one. Third baseman walks by it. Short is the throw, and it's safe. So Clemens able to get on first with the single. And that is the first time Dixie State has not grounded out in their first batter in the inning. Yeah, and that's also the second time in a row Clemens has gotten on base with an infield single. Her last at bat, it was the same thing. Grounded over to shortstop as she put on the wheels and beat out the throw. Speaking of wheels, oh, can't quite get there in time. Lockhart hit that one right back to Madrigal. And that is going to be the first out of the inning. So a lot of infield action continues. And James, what what is that? Is that magical getting the pitch to drop at the last second, hitting the bottom part of the bat? I mean, Dixie State hasn't really hit any ball over 100 feet. This one's going to be chopped right to short. A slow one. It's there in time, though, for the out. Almeida not quite with the wheels that we saw Clemens have. Yeah, a lot of it does have to do with the spin on the ball depending on what the pitcher is throwing at you. Um, it's just physics. You know, if a ball has more top spin, when you hit it, it it's going gonna, it's gonna to go downwards. But if you do one, or excuse me, that's with backspin. Because the ball's coming at you with backspin. So it's coming at you. And then when you hit it, it's going to angle down yes. more times than not. So. I don't know how they do that, though, with the softball because you're pitching underhand. You're not pitching overhand. I believe we might have a new Dixie State player into this game. It's going to be number 33, Shaylee Jensen. First action I've seen of Jensen this year. The outfielder bats and throws right. Five foot five sophomore from Harriman, Utah, Mountain Ridge High School. So she'll come in for Oakley Trap. Yeah, no hits on the season so far. Looking to change that right here. Yeah, Simpkins recognized an opportunity to get some of the younger players 
some of the more inexperienced players some more play time. That way going forward either later in the season or next year, they can get more out of her. Swing and a miss. 1-2 now, a 1-3 count. And that'll conclude the top of the six. Dixie State's offense just been stone cold today. Moving to the bottom of the six, Jacob Zimmerman, James Guerin. We'll see you there. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I lost my vision five years ago, thought I'd never read again. Then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world, now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read. From children to seniors and veterans. Letting me read what all my friends are reading too. Now you're talking. To learn more, call one 888 nls read it's back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln we now return you to dixie state athletics on 91.3 the blaze Moving to the bottom of the six. And, you know, speaking of six, James and I were talking off air about the incredible performance from Carly Nance. Nance actually has an opportunity to get back up and have another at-bat in this one. And she has six ribbies, ribeyes, however you want to call them, RBIs, through five and a half. This one's going to be nearly a hit. The slap hit unsuccessful there. As Vigiano, unable to connect. Vigiano, James, you told me earlier she has one of the best batting averages on the team. She's actually second. 3-3-0 is her average so far this season. Olivia, you're 112 at-bats, 37 hits, 9 RBIs. But in this one so far, she's got a pop-out in the infield, a fielder's choice, and a single last inning. We'll see what Olivia can do right now. Yeah, one for three today, so right on that season average. Perfectly fine for her. Vigiano has some height to her. It's going to raise her box. This one looked like it hit off the glove right after a swing and miss. It was a foul tip, I believe. Nevertheless, an 0-2 count. Did you know that in baseball and softball, if you foul tip it on a 0-2 or a two-strike count and the catcher catches it, it's a strikeout. It's not a foul ball. Yeah. yeah. And a swing and a miss. So Delinsky gets a strikeout. And look at that. Dixie State showing aggressiveness from the mound. It's been a while. Since we've seen that, I mean, 
Taylor Reedon came in and striked out. Kawadi had one, but that was, you know, way before all the onslaught of scores. It's the fifth strikeout today for Dixie State. So six to five in strikeouts. Which isn't, it's not terrible, but, you know, given the everything else that has happened, it doesn't, doesn't quite feel as good. It doesn't feel like there's been five. <laughs> Meanwhile, you look to the other side of things, and uh, what's that now? Seven for Madrigal? Seven strikeouts? She might even have more than that. Uh, She has seven. Stephanie Madrigal looking like our potential Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game. Potentially. Contact is made on the skinnier part of the bat, but it's going to go foul. You know, another contender for that award is going to be Carly Nance, of course. I think it's undisputed at this point. That's Nance? I mean, you see more complete game shutouts than you do six RBI games. (laughs) Two home runs. I mean, it's not every day you see a two home run game. This one's going to be chopped right to first in a quick tap. Of the foot, right on the bag, and Hannah Hubanks clears that one up quickly. Yeah, two straight outs, two quick outs. Strike out on Vigiano. Got a ground out on Ty Wilson. Now it's Madison Kawadi. Kawadi respectable as well in this one. For on the season in the 2022 campaign, the shortstop number 22, Madison, six homers. 25 RBIs as well. And that first pitch there from Kate. Delinsky gets into the zone. 0-1. The wind up in the throw. This one's going to be popped up high. Will it fall? Nope. Caught in right field. We're heading to another inning. This one, the last one, top of the seventh after Clemens grabbed the score. 7-0 Seattle U. The Red Hawks with a lead over the visiting Trailblazers. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
top of the seventh, folks. This one could beat it. Seattle U with a seven-run lead over Dixie State. Seven-nothing. The Trailblazers have been getting cooked pretty much all day. Following an 8 second game of a doubleheader yesterday that wrapped up in the sixth inning. This one, 0-7. As early as the fifth inning continues on, not quite the eight-run rule. And here we are. This could be the last three batters for Dixie State. This one probably won't need to go to the bottom of the seventh as all. As I don't think Dixie State's going to put up seven runs here. But you're always hoping for the best. And right now, continuing her dominance on the mound, her magical day, Stephanie Madrigal. Number 14 like an up there. behind home plate right you know, now. Two inside pitches and then fools her with the outside, gets her to go fishing. And, you know, she's really a an artist out there just painting corners. Look at this, James. Through 104 innings pitched, as that's a first a strike. She has pitched 104 innings. That's basically twice as much as any other Dixie State pitcher has pitched. She's given up 104 hits in those 104 innings pitched. She gives up a lot of hits, but she doesn't give up a lot of runs. She's got a nope. 2.15 ERA. You know, that's that's pretty good. 54 strikeouts. That's actually only second on the team. Grace Luterer in 55 innings has 56 strikeouts. Yeah, that's, that's wow. really good. Like we had a base hit there. Oh! From Casey Crawford, her second on the afternoon. So despite, you know, Dixie State having an off day, as far as the bats go, really as far as everything goes, Crawford has not had an off day at all. Get this, Madrigal's also had 10 complete games. My goodness. I don't know how that's a strike, but he's been calling that all day. Yeah. It I, looks like they're catching it where the other batter box is starting to form. That's where it looks like the glove is at. The lines aren't super clear, and I'm sure Randy Simpkins is not happy. This one's going to be splitting the gap between first and second, and that's going to be a single from Carly Eldridge. It's her second hit on the afternoon as well. Two for four today, so not a bad outing for her. Can't recall the last time Dixie State had two hits in an inning in this game, but we got it here in the top of the seventh. Perhaps, you know, as a manager, as a head coach, you always want your stud on the mound to get the close, you know, to go the full seven-inning distance. But perhaps it's time for Gafarai the head coach of Seattle Hugh, to maybe think about warming someone else up in this game. But I think if he doesn't have to, he won't. You know, it's going into your it's going into your pitching. But see, and it looked like she caught the ball in the left batter box, and that was a strike. <laughs> you know, I just I don't. We have it. a pretty good angle. I mean, we're pretty we're pretty we're, straight. We're, we're straight we're on. We're pretty straight with the plate. But the Dixie State home games are not quite straight on from the camera angle. This one's straight on. A slap hit right to short. The throw is an out. Dixie State wanted safe on that one. Not quite 
in time as Marissa Rubio gets the ground out. But runners advance to second and third off of the play. And with two outs now, this one could be a wrap. The next out is ball game. First pitch is a strike. And you know, getting a strikeout is one thing. Starting off pretty much every batter with a strike is another. And that's that's really impressive for you know Stephanie to be able to do that as that one's gonna be fouled off. You know your batters, you know, trying to even if they're in their third, second, third, or fourth at bat in the game, they know, I mean, the first pitch is always the warm-up pitch in a way. So for Madrigal to kind of like slip that one in there in the corner of the zone, perhaps where Dixie State thinks it's a ball. That's tough. Oh, two count after the foul ball. That went outside. The umpire didn't call that one this time. And you got to think it's got to be a clean strike to call this one game, right? <laughs> it's just crazy how much analytics has taken over baseball and softball. Like before it was just whatever pure skill you had whatever raw stats you have, but now it's all analytics. You know, now it's like, how often do you hit a ground ball against a lefty versus a righty? How often do you get a hit against a fastball against an off speed pitch? You know, analytics make it fun though. They, they make- do. And, and it, it's all part of strategy. And, and so for Mas Masvidal, I don't know why I was thinking Masvidal. Ma- Madrigal. UFC's, play- UFC's got fights tonight. Do they? Is that what I'm Masvidal. thinking? Is that what I'm thinking about? Yep. Uh, no, Madrigal has been. Uh, she's been getting ahead of uh, every count. It seems like they're looking at the third. Um, no swing. Full count. They went from an O two to a three two. But going back to your first strike uh, analysis, some some hitters. This one's chopped. Oh. Right to Madrigal, and that's the game. Hugh Banks gets the ground out, and that completes this one. Your final score from Francis F. Logan Field. Seven to nothing, the Red Hawks get the win over the visiting Dixie State Trailblazers. We're going to take a quick break and come back and have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show here on the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You are round MVP. Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. No way. That was some ownage. Finally earning round MVP takes determination. So will getting into college. 
I've got what it takes. So do you. Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, what's going on? Trailblazer Nation, St. George, Southern Utah. Dixie State fans, wherever you're at. Softball just got wrapped up. Up on the road in Washington at Seattle U. The Red Hawks get the win. Seven to nothing over Dixie State. Tyler Denhard will collect the loss. She'll move to four and six. Stephanie Madrigal will move to 14 and four, getting the one the win from the pitching side of things. James, this one was out of reach from the start, it's seen. I mean, this being a three-game series, the third game of it, you go back to Friday, the first one, a 1-2 loss, a doubleheader, the second game, an 0-8 loss. You move to this one here on Saturday, pretty similar to that second game that we saw. Seattle U just looking like the better team here. And they are. I mean, they're at the top of the standings in the conference in the west division so or they're second they're pretty close up there but this is a competitive team uh they go to 21 and 14 on the year this is their fourth win in a row so maybe this is the team that is just finding their stride right now and dixie state this is their seventh drop in a row so now two and seven in conference seven and two now for seattle u in that west division Grand Canyon, the Lopes still atop that. Cal Baptist four and four, UVU two and five, New Mexico State two and five as well in that West Division. Looking ahead at the Dixie State schedule, they'll face UNLV on a Tuesday, folks. This one here in St. George at Carl Brooks Field. It starts at six p.m. local time. Looking at Seattle U, who they face next. Uh, they'll be at New Mexico State. So they should pick up some wins against the Aggies there. This series, one that Dixie State wants to move on from, I mean, pretty quickly. Den Hart's going to collect two losses here in two days. Johnson pitched yesterday. She'll get a loss. Grace Lutterer, we talked briefly about her. Uh, she has more strikeouts than innings pitch this year, 56-54. to 54. And, I mean, Seattle U is going to definitely contend to win the WAC for sure this year. I mean, Dixie State, you wanted to get one out of the three. But I think even going 0 for 3, getting swept in the series against an opponent like the Red Hawks, it's, it's really not anything to be shamed of. It's not. I mean, their time will come. Uh, it's just been It's just been one of those seasons for Dixie State and... You know, I I expect Simpkins to after this season to bring in some good recruits. I mean, he's very good at recruiting. He's always been pretty good at it. So um I can't imagine that this team is is gonna be struggling for more years to come because that's just not how Dixie State softball is. It's always been one of the better programs here. Um so I, I kinda have higher expectations for them than I do for say the other sports that we have, but uh, their time is their time is is coming. It's just not right now. 
Looking through the box score here, we'll start with Dixie State. So Eldridge gets two hits. Hughbanks gets a hit. Clemens with two hits. Lockhart with one. And Crawford with two. So it was kind of the that back half of the lineup that really didn't do great. Almeida, who's been statistically, you know, best at getting hits this year with that on base percentage, with the batting average. Lauren has no hits today. Trap had a couple strikeouts, no hits. Jensen came in as well. Maletta came in as well. Campbell didn't really get anything going. And so Dixie State didn't swing the bats how they envisioned doing so in this one. Looking over now to the home team. James, we'll start with the pitching. Stephanie Madrigal was absolutely excellent. Eight strikeouts. Didn't walk a single player. That's really impressive. Didn't give up a run either. Not too often you see pitchers not give up a run, not give up a single walk through seven innings complete. Gave up eight hits. She does give up some hits, but they don't really come to anything. She recovers well once there's one or two outs going or one or you know anybody on base. And now to the batting. Vigiano had two runs off of one hit, two runs, two hits, an RBI for Wilson. Kawadi had a hit and a run, and then Carly Nance. Three hits, two runs, two homers, six RBIs. I think she's the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln player of the day. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you could probably do 1A, 1B, but I think Nance is the correct pick here. Six RBIs, you don't see that every day. Bumps her average up to 347 on the season. So I think it's very deserving that she gets it. Eight hits to 10. That favoring the Red Hawks and seven runs to nothing. Favoring, of course, Seattle U. One air apiece. And Dixie State will move on. Their record now will be 11 and 22 and 2 and 7. In conference. Once again, they'll face UNLV Tuesday, 6 p.m., a rare Tuesday game here in St. George at Carl Brooks Field. For Jacob Zimmerman, for James Guerin, for the Ken Garve St. George Ford Lincoln Post Game Show here on the Blaze 91 3, the place to be for all things Dixie State athletics related, including my show, The Jacob Zimmerman Show, every Monday to 7 to 8. That's going to do it. Back to the music. Stay sporty, St. George. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information about Dixie State Athletics, go to DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.